Triple M Breakfast thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop our huge range of big brand fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Top of Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel. On 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app, this is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Podcast time. Get in touch. 0484101045. We're talking shitty Christmas presents on the show today. You'll hear that coming up off the back of Coles. Not many Margo. people rang, but they were keen to use the burner phone, Margo, and tell us what shit companies they work Like for. Paul from Margo. Morning, Borrell this year made half a billion dollars profit, but no Christmas party nor any gifts. No room for any luxuries this year, the same as last year. Right, there's a lesson there for all small business people. Don't do Christmas parties. Don't waste your money. Well, Borrell got there. Borrell's a big company, yeah, right? Maybe they company. got big and saved all of their money because they were Scrooge McDucks. I feel for Borrell. What do they do? Oil and gas. There's not much money in oil Cement. and gas. And building yeah. products. No, and, uh, transport. No, no, no. There's no money in that. They're, no just, they're just bumping along. Poor Half boys. a billion dollars profit. What about Dean from Upper Coomera? 24 years service at Bunnings. How dare he? Was given a small stuffed bear wearing a Bunnings apron with my name on it. Oh, that's quite cute. <laughs> 24 years. Like a little... But can you imagine how good that looks, a little stuffed bunny? You just like wearing, Bunnings. With his all. name on it, though. Oh, yeah, he's sticking up for his favourite here. Yeah. Huh? He loves Bunnings. Oh, Bunnings yeah, yeah. I don't have got anything to do with Bunnings, no. so I just happen to go there. The amount of time you spend at Bunnings, they should give you a Christmas present. I'm surprised they don't think you're, you're a staff member. Because Chris- you actually have a shirt and an apron that you wear. And socks and a beanie and mm. a cap. I've got the whole deal. Maybe you should just wear all of that and turn up and get invited to the Christmas party one year. Yeah. How do you know I haven't done that and stolen a heap of shit from Bunnings? <laughs> I don't know that. The Christmas well, present they should give yourself, you. Okay? Is this a confessional? Keep that completely to yourself. Because the <laughs> guy in the father. boom gate, he goes, oh... Another Bunnings, out you go. Delivery. Doesn't check anything. <laughs> Your Christmas present yeah. for Bunnings is going to be a restraining order. And <laughs> jail time. And, and a warrant. <laughs> Get the Toyota Forklift Advantage. Visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Marto's Thought on Sport. I want to talk about the uh, V8 Supercar season finished yesterday afternoon at the Adelaide 500. There were two races on the weekend. We spoke about Shane Van Gisbergen on Friday and the fact that he's saluting the sport and saying, see ya. Off to NASCAR. Off to the NASCAR. Off to go round and round in circles. What a miserable weekend it was for the Jizz. First lap on Saturday, gone. Uh, and yesterday pulled out mechanical failures, which then meant, because he was chasing, uh, but there was a vague chance he could win the total championship and the season, etc. but pulling out uh, allowed Brody Kostecki from Coca-Cola Airbus uh, Racing. Can you just tell me what Brody's doing in that photo? Uh, Margot, you've got it in He's front of you anyway. Sculling a Coca-Cola. Now, mm. there's nothing harder in world sport than sculling a ca- oh, bottle yeah, of gassy. Just... You get a big burp after that. That hurts your chest, and doesn't it? And you still got your suit in and it's coming out all over. Got to keep the sponsors happy, Marto. Oh, yeah, that's true. Red that's Bull's true. getting too much exposure. Exactly. Mm. So there we are back. in the energy energy drinks. Coca-Cola's come out and top in Australia over Red Bull, which doesn't have, often happen the last few years. Let's go through this. Brody, uh, personality of a chair as far as I can tell, <laughs> but he's a pure driver. He doesn't give a stuff about staying fit. He's got a little bit of a gut and, and he just drives. He is, he's the best driver uh, this year. 
Can we talk about this Airbus team? They only came into being in 2013, and I can remember when they came in and said, who's the chick with the tattoos, the the stupid hair, pink, white, Colourful green, yeah. and she darries continuously? And then I started looking. Can everyone else know this story? Because I asked a few of the boys in the office. I said, no, who's Betty Clemenko? Betty Clemenko in 2013, she had a bit of dough, and it's cost her. She Somebody said, it must have cost you millions of dollars to buy the team off Stone Brothers Racing. She bought it, turned into Airbus. Airbus in Greece means darkness. So she's 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 a, her own person. She's a real individual, Betty. Uh, met her a few times when I was covering it for Fox Sports, and um, wow, I start. That's when I started digging into the story. If you don't know, Westfield's a fairly large group of shopping centres. Yeah, Would you say that around Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty big. A few and billion America. dollars worth. I've there. spent a bit of money there. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and everyone always hears about Frank Lowy and, you know, the bloke who used to run Australian soccer and he'd pour his money in Australian soccer. Well, he had a partner who was also from uh, Europe after. They came out after the war where they'd been persecuted as Jews by Germany, etc. Came over here, started, settled in around Balmain somewhere down in Sydney, just in the inner western suburbs. Started a little electrical store, you know, selling electric goods and fixing things up. That used to happen in the old days, kids. Things used to get fixed up. <laughs> And then they went, hey, this is going well. Let's start a proper shopping centre. So it's got, and thus Westfield was born. Her father is the partner of Frank Lowy. You never hear about him, but she also was a foster, she was an adopted kid. Her mother was a prostitute. Her father was an alcoholic. She was born with both a drug addiction and an alcoholic wow. de- dependency as a little baby. And he is a very rich man. Both parents died. He and his wow. wife, he's jo- John Saunders. I'd have to look it up. John Saunders and his wife. They couldn't have children. They went along to the uh, adoption place and they gave him Betty. Nice. Wow, what a great day yeah, in terms Betty. of fortune. Yeah. Your fortunes have started ahead the other way. Little Betty. We'll take you. Yeah, little Thank Betty you. Flamenco. Yeah, She's come like, over take here. me, take me. All right. Pick me. Pick me. She grew Pick up me. Betty Saunders. She grew up Betty Saunders. He made her start as a cleaner when she was 12, so she learned about hard work at the Westfield Shopping Centre, made a clean, etc. She knows about hard work. Oh, sorry, I'll speed this up. But then she married a non-Jew in her early 20s and the father went, eh-eh, cut oh, her no. off. Gone for years until finally the father came around and said, hold on. I'm sorry. I brought you up. Yeah, brought mm. her back in. She's now worth $2.76 billion, which is how she could so afford to buy this team. And she Inherited cash. Inherited cash, yes. But she he did get her cleaning and doing. Yeah. she was the oh, first cool. person to work in the male menswear at, um, right. at Westfield stuff. So she's married a Clemenco. She's the fair... She is fair income and she's done it tough but got lucky. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. But she looked at Brody Kostecki a couple of years ago and went, no, he's, we don't he's want him. He's too young. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. And over the last few years, he's proven her wrong and she was happy to admit it yesterday. What a great story. Unreal. Good work. Don't drink too much Coke. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. Christmas is the time for giving, isn't it, mm, right? So and uh, Well, not if you're a Coles employee because Coles staff slam companies' Christmas gifts. Why? What do you mean? Coles made $40.5 billion in total sales revenue. Okay. Oh, Good on you, team. Uh, well done. This year, up 5.9% from 2022. So you think that their Christmas uh, gifts to their employees would be, you know, somewhat generous. And prices are down, down, down. No, they're not. No, they're not. Uh, apparently people are spending more than ever on on groceries, uh, their team uh, gift to team members was revealed an internal memo that was leaked online. Right. Uh, it turns out the people from Coles, if you work there, are receiving a branded Coles drink bottle and five My Thanks points reportedly worth about $5. Wow. 
It was. Uh, That's a my thanks point. It was, it's an internal reward system. If you work at Coles, they give you some discounts across. Um, you, you go to Bunnings. They're internal also, stores. That's exactly go right. Go to Bunnings and buy some nails. You get a little discount. Can they at least give you one of those big red fingers with your name on it? You know, down, down. Personalised. You can go to the footy You'd or something. Think so, but no. I mean, if the Coles water bottle was a Yeti, what? you know, engraved with your name, maybe, maybe you'd what be more I, grateful. A red one. There's what, red Yeti bottles these days. What size are the um, water bottles? Are they just plastic ones? It's not even a 500 litre, Jesus. 500 mils. It's not even half Just a litre. A Just one. a little one. 500 litre would be good. Now, you get, everyone gets a water <laughs> tank. Uh, they fun. said, it's been a huge year and we'd like to thank you all for your hard work. We have listened mm. to your feedback and excited to announce that yes, this year's team member's gift is a sustainable and personalised option. Our elves have been busy making Coles water bottles. Uh. The corporate gesture. So if you have four beers and so break well. the seal, you'd, you'd overfill it. Like you couldn't even if no, you weed, if you weed in it. I reckon, oh, Marta, it'd only be two beers full of, for for a wee. Yeah. Well, that's all. Is that what some of the employees said? This is disgruntled employees. How wide are the mouths? How <laughs> wide are the, the tops? <laughs> this is the worst wee bottle I've ever received. Not very wide. Oh, you it's, can't even. It's can't not even. even as big as Dan's triple M water oh, bottle over there. It's smaller. Are you than telling that. me Dan could, couldn't even fit into their Dan water bottle? Dan couldn't even fit. That's a nine hundred mil there. Show us how wide the top is. Despite a year of record profits, the executive has. At Coles decided that the frontline staff who work their ass off yeah. and cop abuse on a daily basis yeah. are only worthy of a Coles branded water bottle. Do what I, an absolute joke. Do better, Coles. Miss, do I get one? Because I always do self checkout. I feel like an employee at Coles. Can I get a water bottle? This yeah, is sir. cheap merch, not a gift. This is the stuff that other companies yeah. give away. Yeah. Has anyone just ever considered maybe a bonus in our pay for that fortnight, perhaps? Yeah, do not. they not understand the cost of living crisis? People don't want water bottles. They want groceries because that's mm. the most expensive thing this year that I'll be asking for. Or groceries li- and fuel on my Christmas Yeah, list. what about if you just get a 10-litre... Coles fuel, don't ...jerry they have- can of fuel? Yeah. There you go. Mm. Off you go. At home, you spill a little bit on the way. People throw a cigarette out. There's a disaster. Anyway. one triple three five three. Worst Christmas gift you were given by the workplace, by the boss. Maybe it was a scratchy... <laughs> Maybe it was some condoms or something. Condoms? Yeah. Oh, okay. Go, be careful this Christmas. Oh, look after yourself. Yeah. I don't want you coming back with a burning no. willy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you a disgruntled Coles member, perhaps? One triple three five three. So worst work present. Worst work gifts uh, that you've ever received. Anonymous, I uh, won't even say what suburb, but um, and didn't hang on the line. Coles employee, that's why Anonymous, got a box of favourites in previous years. Oh, they're pretty that's expensive. Nice. That's they actually more expensive that? than a drink bottle. How much was a drink bottle? <laughs> like 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. I reckon a box of favourites, about 20 these days, isn't it? David from Moray Field, is this one here? I was working as a picker for a warehouse a few years ago, and Uh, instead of a party or a present, our boss gave us one hour of our shifts as double time. By the time the tax man took his uh, cut, I was barely able to buy a six-pack, so he got got $12, basically. Hey, we're going for lunch on Wednesday. That'll be nice as a bit of a team. Are we, though? We don't don't know whether we are. We don't have a venue. Mm, All this hard work, and um, anyway, it's okay. That's okay. That's not what we do it for, is it? We do it because we love our listeners, like you, Jim, in Caloundra. We wouldn't be here without you. Clown Town. Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, how you going? Yeah. Christmas presents, dud ones. What'd you get? Yeah, uh, we had a, we got, I worked for a global company and we had a huge promotion about uh, Coffee with the Boss. It was his name, but I'm not saying it. No. Um, but yeah, Coffee with the Boss, and uh, you got a cup with his photo on it. it said, <laughs> his, oh, photo? His, his photo? His um, photo? Yeah, so he. Uh, <laughs> 
he was actually in Australia from overseas, came to Brisbane. I never knew about it. Uh, next thing I get coffee with the boss in a in the mail. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, didn't even get to have the um, highly promoted with sit him. down with him. And, uh, yeah, straight in the bin for that one. Yeah. Have something like, so, uh, you know, your, your the pleasure was all mine, you know, working mm. with me for the year type thing. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit like that, yeah. How but close anyway, is the uh, wheelie bin to the letterbox, Jim? Was it a long walk to dispose of it? Did it go straight in the bin? Oh, mate, no, just outside the laundry door, bang, in she went. Just add godson and a nephew, finish up schoolies on. One of them made it all the way through. Mm. Seven nights at schoolies, came home Saturday. And what was the report? Underwhelmed. Completely underwhelmed. Can I tell you what schoolies is for a kid? The adult equivalent is New Year's Eve. You you think it's a big deal. Every year it's shit. If you try and go out, just stay at home and have friends. These are kids that sleep in a nice, safe little bed that have done for you know eighteen years. Mm. Their mum makes them breakfast. They probably washing. give them lunch, has, yep. makes them dinner. Mm. They have to go to a faraway place and they wake up with a hangover. They have McDonald's six days in a row. Yeah, for it's, three meals. It's not much. <laughs> yeah, for three meals. You exactly. start feeling very unhealthy about mm. day four and you start mm. to miss your mum and realise everything mm. that she did for you. Mm. And you think you're going to crack on to chicks. No. Until now. Now, this didn't happen to either of my young fellas who went down there. Australian adult stars descended on Schoolies Week last year to film X-rated content with 18-year-old teenagers, and they've even targeted virgins. Oh, my Lord. This is terrible news. A trio of adult stars have been labelled degenerates. (sighs) Remember that word after descending on the Gold Coast. So, you know the OnlyFans checks? Yeah. Fans only, only or only fans? fans? Yeah, only fans. There's a test what? for everyone. They've gone down to pick up some young fellas to film some content with. Correct. Oh, the boys would be loving it. You're led by the sex workers have promised to sleep with promised with to sleep with dozens of young men over under aged over eighteen, including virgins. Get that bit right. They yeah, sorry. Under. Lads are lads here. They're being quoted. The three girls. Lads are lads. They're eighteen. They're horny. I'm having fun with it. Explained English. Only fans person. Here's, are they filming it? Oh, or three they, they young, would be filming it. Three young men pictured Jesus. during Schooley's Week. It is not suggested that these young... It's just a picture of three young men. Oh. It's not suggested that they are involved in the filming. Um, America is spring back. We've got Schooley's. Now, we were saying that um, Schooley's were a bit soft, not enough getting arrested. Mm. Well, clearly this is why. That's they're, why. They're all losing their virginity. Have a look at some of these. Anyway, they're sex workers probably, these people. Are, are they are only fans people sex workers? Not always, no. What do you call them? Well, sometimes they're having sex with their partners. You know, like it could be a husband and wife oh, situation, yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend. It's not always with just random people. I'm just on there for the gardening tips. On the OnlyFans. Only yeah, some people vacuum in the nude. They cook. Do they? they play the piano. Hey, Depends on what your it. fetish mm. is, taking your socks off. English-born Bonnie, uh, who's one of the girls there, I'm staying in the Hilton. It's filled with schoolies. We're giving them the option to do what they want to do. A lot of them hit us up in in groups, saying they want to do a group thing, which is completely... What's that mean, Greg? What's that I mean, I have no group? idea, well, but it sounds very rugby league to me. <laughs> Triple M's to the North Pole. We'll get to this properly just after seven. It was meant to be 
A line where you could call up and pretend you were talking to Santa to discipline the children. Say, stop acting up. I'm talking to Santa right now. Well, in the old days, it used to be, I'm going to write a letter to Santa. You won't be getting any presents, and it was a good controlling technique for parents. Now you can do it by phoning Triple M, Santa. Now we'll get to those ones, Margot, the people who mm. actually understood the brief. And there are some good ones. So your kid's being a shithead. You go, listen, I'm going to have to ring Santa. Santa, yeah. um, yeah, young little Noel here. Funny no. name for a young fella. Uh, little Noel here. I thought it was Noel. I thought you were yeah, doing a Christmas. We doing a Christmas joke. Noel. You love oh, a little, pun. Little Noel has been naughty. Put him yeah. on the naughty list. Yeah, and if yeah. he doesn't behave himself, then he's not going to get anything address. for Christmas. Here's our address. I don't think you should stop here this this um, uh, Christmas. Yeah, but unfortunately, our, some of our triple Emmers didn't quite understand the brief, well. and uh, you know, when a few drinks get involved and they remember triple M's number, it's not always a good combination. Let's have a listen. Hey, Santa, for Christmas, mate, can I get a little Thai lady that I can play ping pong with? That'd be great. Thanks, mate. Not a wish list. No. Not a... I can he would have sent a dick pic with that, did he? Who is that? Yeah, good thing we didn't have a text line open. Uh, block him on Instagram, please. <laughs> Marto, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. Hey, I know you guys hung out at the party hall at the PGA over the weekend. Amado, you were over at Morton hanging out with some friends. And we hung out with some friends of our own uh, at our place. We had what was intended to be a Christmas party. Uh, and I themed it up, white Christmas party. Mm. Uh, everybody come in white. Let's celebrate uh, our, our new home. We've recently renovated it. So housewarming. Finally done. Yeah, we haven't, yeah. Haven't, haven't really had many people over since we've done some renos and no barbecues or anything like that yet. So I thought a really great opportunity to get everyone together for a bit of a Christmas celebration and a bit of a housewarming. And then I remembered that it's Corey's and my wedding anniversary and on Saturday, 15 years ago, we got married at St Mary's Church at Kangaroo Point and I thought, how good would it be? Because I was stuck for ideas to get Corey a gift because he's not really a presents kind of guy. So I thought, what's better than, you know, like a physical gift than the gift of remarrying me, right? Mm. <laughs> so, Did you clear this with him? No. Uh, it was a total surprise to everybody okay. that attended our white Christmas party when they turned up and there were um, rows of chairs on the lawn with what looked like to be a, some sort of floral arched arbour and they were all scratching their heads. Uh, surprise! We're having a vow renewal and at 10 to 4 when Corey arrived home from a rugby tournament on the Gold Coast that he'd been at all day with our son Wiley, uh, I got down on one knee and I said, uh, happy 15th wedding anniversary, darling. Oh. Will you marry me so again? So it wasn't down on the one knee that he thought it was going to be? No, no, no. no, no not <laughs> that doesn't happen. The other wife's job. No. After um, 15 years, it certainly doesn't happen. So contract renewal, basically, Contract hey? renewal, 15's that's right. been good. Contract Let's go another 15. Said I'll keep him for a little bit longer. Yeah. He's done. All right, I'll oh, give God, him an upgrade. Did he say don't fuss and it's too late? Then you'd already start. You'd already done all. Already the fuss. done. We had fifty of our closest family and friend, oh, friends turning wow. up at four o'clock, ten minutes into uh, the the journey, and uh, yeah, it was a great afternoon. Really special. We had one of our best friends, who's a celebrant, married us, and Can uh, I check it. Do you have to have it legally done? No, no, you're already married. No, we're already married. Yeah, it's right just right. a renewal. So yeah. she just um, like has a little spiel and a speech and uh, say, "Do okay. you again? Will you still?" continue? 
continue to do all of the things that you said that you would do the kids first time. Kids involved? Yeah, the kids walk down the aisle um, holding the four single-stemmed red roses that my bridesmaids originally carried down the aisle. You know what? You don't need bridesmaids and groomsmen, do you? Mm. You do not need Well, anything. it was beautiful because my original bridesmaids were yeah. there with oh, their partners they? and their families. Yeah, it was a real family affair. The kids all read um, a special part of a poem, um, which I sort of, you know, thrust upon them at the, ten, you know, the 12th hour. Now, um, did you spring this on Corey so he didn't get a chance to run it past his manager? Did he ask for more annual leave? No, did he want no, any no contract? more holiday time. He no didn't more. get anything in the contract. No pay he increase. Needs, he needs to do representation, this bloke. Yeah, but uh, it was a bit of fun. And But luckily for us, everybody that we wanted there was able to make it because we've been in a situation before when we were invited to an engagement party. Yes. Surprise wedding, yeah. and we didn't go to the engagement because we thought <laughs> we'll go to the wedding. Are stupid. We thought we'll go to the wedding. We don't need to be at the engagement. You know, we had toddlers and kids and babysitters, and it was just hard, too hard basket. Yeah. So we just went. We'll skip this. We'll go to the wedding. Oh, surprise! The next day, we found out on social media. Oh, so that they were getting married. Because I had the same thing, Margot. No. But my mate Cam called me and said, "Mate, you have to come. It's the wedding." And then when was I it got his there, wedding, his wedding. <laughs> yeah. Everyone had got that call because no one no wanted one to go to any, go. a lot of interstate people who could be bothered with the engagement party like Margot just Isn't said. Isn't an so engagement he, party he to, the people the who, the, who aren't going, normally wouldn't be going yeah. to the wedding or invited to the engagement party? Well, like generally, the, it's the reserve grade. Yeah, you have like 200 people at the engagement yeah. party, but maybe only 90 people at the wedding yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. So, but anyway, he had to blow the lid off the whole thing and basically call everyone. So mm. it so may no as well ju- just have been a wedding. Mm. Yeah. One of well, my girlfriends, uh, her and her family, um, unfortunately couldn't attend because they were going to be away this weekend. Uh, and she texted me yesterday and she said, oh, you naughty secret squirrel, uh, I would have maybe perhaps picked your vow renewal over Paramore had I have known that you were getting me. Her Paramore, and her daughter. Yeah, it's, a band. it's a band. Her and her daughter flew down to Melbourne to see Paramore um, and she said, oh, I'm so sorry we couldn't be there. And I said, no, that's okay. It was I just... I didn't want there to be any pressure. You know, there were people in Adidas slides and and pluggers and shorts. Because they thought it was a Christmas party. Yeah, they thought it was a Christmas barbecue. And I just didn't want the pressure of it being a wedding or a vow renewal and people having to bring gifts and get dressed up and go to great lengths. Are you talking about surprise things here? Because what about when when there are surprise parties for people's birthdays and stuff and people don't realise it's a surprise, so they turn up. Five minutes after the day, the time you say, mm. and they walk in at the same time as the whoever. Mm. Well, luckily what for us, what are you doing here? I'm at your surprise party. It was relatively what, what relaxed. Party? It was in yeah, our yeah. backyard, so oh, there was no. no real time constraints. Because I had one. I said arrive at four p.m. So I was thinking, you know, most people should be there before five, and we'll do while the sun sets, and mm. it would be beautiful. And I had one girl saying, "Oh, we're stuck in traffic coming from the Sunshine Coast. I'm so sorry, we're going to be late." Oh, no. And had there been a time limit, I would have been like, "Oh, can right. you kind of get here early? Are you going to miss it?" Uh, but that's fine. We just waited. And now this is your honeymoon. You get to work with us. With you, be. Yeah. <laughs> Corey's going to need, three, five, three. Corey will need a box party at some stage as well, Marta. No, 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 no. Yeah. He had his yeah. box. He's Retroactive had his box. box party. One triple three five three surprise parties. When are the wheels falling yeah. off? Right. Hey, come on, Kelly from yeah. McGregor's yes, here. Kelly. We're talking surprise parties. When are the wheels maybe falling off? Surprise wedding. What happened, Kel? Oh, it was my um, daughter's christening, and um, we uh, surprised everybody at the parties afterwards. But after the christening, I had a few people come up to me say, oh, I had a big night last night. We won't make it to the party today, so we'll see you later. <laughs> and so they didn't so come, they Kelly, so they wedding. missed it. They missed it completely, Did yeah. you then let them know oh. later by saying, oh, well, you idiots, you missed out on yeah, our surprise yeah. wedding? And were they remorseful? 
yeah, they were like, oh, if you had it told us, we would have stayed. And I was like, but it was a surprise. Then it's not so, going to be a surprise, is it? A, that's the gauntlet um, you run with you the surprise. running the surprise. Yeah. Well, see, I had to send that text message out, Kelly, to my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law by yeah. saying, hey, I would really appreciate it if you guys made the effort to come. They had they had a big night. Well, no, they just live far away. <laughs> and so right. I thought but maybe then their they antennas might... up. Yeah. Suddenly, if you're yeah. really pressuring, they're like, what's going on? Oh, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. And, yeah. and that was the first and, thing she said when she walked in the door, my mother-in-law. I bloody knew it. Oh, I said last oh, week God. that this is what there's, was going to be happening. There's always one of them to the I knew she it people. Knew. That's what you did. Anyway, Marto, I've got, I've got a big day organising Corey's bucks that he didn't get. Exactly. So, Corey, we, we know you're listening. Retrospective bucks. Yep. All right. We'll get you on board. That one triple three five three. If you want to come on Corey's bucks. Triple M breakfast. The Dragons. The St George Illawarra Rugby. We're talking rugby league. We haven't talked rugby league for a fair while. <laughs> About bloody time. I know, they're on the blue. Peter Volandis would be rolling over, Mm. going, why aren't they talking rugby league? Well, we are, and we're talking dragons, and we're not talking Ben Hunt for a change because they've had a massive cash injection from Twiggy Forest, Australia's second ringed richest man, Fortescue's medals, et cetera, et cetera. R.M. Williams. He said, oh, yeah, of course, R.M. Williams. What did he buy the other day? A Cobra. A Cobra. He's an Aussie. He loves Aussie wants stuff. Wants to keep it here. He signed on as a major club sponsor. <gasps> Next year, he will be on the back of the jersey and to 2025 across the front. Which of his brands, Fortescue? Uh, an energy company called Squadron Energy. Now, oh. I'm not, not sure what sort of energy, whether they're energy drinks or uh, it might be part of his, what was he looking to push? Hydrogen power, wasn't he, at one no, stage? No, Squadron is, What's Squadron do? It's the pilot company he's done with Tom Tate, the Gold Coast Mayor. The need for speed! <laughs> now, listen, kids, if you're listening, I'm your first day of holidays. That's not true. We're really factual around here. Listen, so a one and a half million dollars. So what he's looking to do, because the Dragons were really on the bones of their art. Like, they're struggling. But this is what Twiggy does. He's worth four billion or something or other. He's got this means nothing to him. It's just one a, and a half's a drop in the he ocean. Spills that on a night out. Yeah. Hey, so, can Twiggy buy? You know those chocolates, the curly whirly. Yeah. They are diminutive in size nowadays. I remember when I was a kid. Oh, they're shocking. Could right. Twiggy buy the curly whirly? Great Aussie and, icon and beef it up. Save it. Is the Malteser an Australian? Because there's not enough Maltesers in each packet anymore. Twiggy. Twiggy could beef up. And twisties and chips. Like, oh. can he start buying the whole of Australia and just fix things for us? Just beef it up, Margot. What about Netball Australia? Oh, they Twiggy. Like Twiggy. Twiggy. Hello. They can't even get Liz Ellis at the awards. They don't like Western oh. Australian money, though, do they? Oh, the, no. The, the, what, well, what? Pat Cummins and Cricket Australia wouldn't have Squadron Energy on because of Linto, you know, he doesn't, mm. doesn't like energy. No. What about, yeah. like, change. things Australian that are falling, you know, about... Commodore, if Twiggy oh, brought the Holden. The Holden, Holden. Bring manufacturing uh, back to Australia. That's right. Well, well, doesn't he? Just, there's factories everywhere. One of my favourite Australian things ever mm. has had a bit of trouble recently. Our so. hearts were broken. Fancy. Oh, you want Twiggy to buy him a new chin? Buy him a voice or lips or... <laughs> what is wrong with John Farn? I wasn't going to get specific, but Fancy, we wish you well. Oh, Twiggy's on the way to rescue you. <laughs> Can Twiggy buy Sandgate Could Road? Could we just get Sandgate a photo Road. of John Farn? Let's go oh. back to John Farn. No, let's not. I'll get a let's, 3D I'm, printer. I'm to... sorry I brought it up. Okay. <laughs> what about the Bubble-O Bill? Yeah. What about the Bubble-O Bill? Well, the gum. The gum's terrible. Maybe... Twiggy could buy it and sort the, the nose out on the Bubble you? Bill. You're in your 30s I and you're worried about the Bubble Bill. Bill. How good is it? So it's Twiggy's noses and chins. You just get an extra <laughs> bit of chewing John gum. Farnham's nose <laughs> and oh, chin no, on no, the no. Bill. Sorry to all the Farnsy fans just then with... Could he fix Sandgate Road while he's at it? That's what I Sandgate said. Road. I said that. Oh, yeah. you said Sandgate Road. What about the Bruce Highway? Bruce Highway. No one's that rich. No one. 
Triple M's Line to the North Pole. It was a tool for the parents of Brisbane to keep their kids in line if they were acting up. Margo, you call Santa. I actually should have called Santa on a number of occasions over the weekend. Uh, Trying to get my kids to brush their teeth uh, or have a shower is the most painful exercise in the world. They could go a week without doing either of the two things and they'd be absolutely happy with it. Mm, I but think I, that's a good thing I not to have, shower too I often. should have threatened them and said, well, if you don't shower or brush mm. your teeth, Santa won't be coming and bringing you anything for Christmas unless you get your act together. Theoretically, it was a wonderful idea. We did have a couple of drunks rang the line late on Friday night, and we've played those, and that's okay. But we did. We had a parent just before who rang, and his son didn't really believe it either. Yeah. Dad, you're not really ringing Santa, are you? So we've got a screaming kid in a sec. We got yeah. one that worked absolutely perfectly. Oh, just before we get to that, though, this is not exactly what we wanted, but I'm very happy with the story. Hi, Santa. Dad here. The other day, my son was having a conversation with me about money, and I told him that in order to get money, he has to work for it and earn it. I catch him picking up little pieces of dog poo and covering them with sprinkles and trying to sell them to the neighbours at $2 each as chocolate drops. Please give me some advice. Wow. That's great, an entrepreneur in the making. I love it. But what's in Santa? Like, that's the thing we get here on Monday and that's people want us to really advise them on that. Now, optimally Mm. what you want in that situation is your kid in the background, Mm. them screaming, saying, please, I won't do it again. Please Mm. don't tell Santa. He needs to go to an aged care facility because (laughs) he could trick them. They'd eat that, wouldn't they? Your neighbours aren't going to eat it. Maybe he could leave it for Santa. You know how you leave out a plate for Santa with the reindeers, a bit of milk. Some chalky sprinkles. All right. Here we go. Hi, Santa. It's Oliver Richardson. It's been very naughty today. As you can hear. <laughs> yeah, it's been like this all day. <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Just bringing to let you know. Thanks, Sandra. Second later, we'll still get presents. Okay, thanks. Oh, Bye. magnificent. That is the leader at this stage, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's the bar great. that we've got to get over. That is great. Let me just play you one more before we yeah, go. This one's a little bit sad. This was a call oh. we got through from oh. a bloke called Brian. Oh, no. What he blues. Oh no. Is he dead? He died. Died. Before Christmas again. Oh, Marta, no. you were with Brian on the weekend. No, I saw saw was he in good condition? It was a we bloke had a, oh, had a packet with Brian's <laughs> head off. You sent us a pick at 7 a.m. with some rums a in the background. And no, that, was, that was Saturday afternoon. It took a while for the photo oh, to get through. You got caught in the internet, yeah. did it? Just remember, yeah. kids. Every cigarette is doing you damage. Don't smoke. Happy, happy get, bad for you. Brian will die every day this week as well. If that's what it takes to get kids off the darts, mm. that's the sacrifice to kill Brian will make. Triple M Breakfast is emptying Santa's sack all over Brisbane. Oh my God! Santa here? Guess the Christmas movie and win a sack load. Boom! Just kick Santa in the testicles.
I mean, just the Austrail 10-person tent is 1300 bucks. That is in the wheelbarrow. You may also keep the is wheelbarrow. That right? So yeah. that's the centre point of your, if you go camping from now on, that is the middle ground. It could it's set you up for yeah. adventures, family oh. adventures, whatever you may choose to do with your tent, set it up in the backyard over the Christmas holidays. But th- up to $3,000 value. We're giving one of these away every day this week. That's potentially $15,000 we're giving away. We, if anyone wins and doesn't want the wheelbarrow, I'll buy it off if it... I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it after you. Mm. You can turn this into a buy, swap and sell show Mm. on your own time. Everything's for sale. Greg, not everything out of the sack. You might not need it. Kerry Ann. Unless you can pick up cash. Hello, Kerry. Good morning. All right, mate. Now, if you nail this quiz, as in we'll give you one clue as to what the Christmas movie is, if you nail it straight up... You win. You win. But if you get it wrong, we're going to move on to Daniel. If he gets it wrong right. with a new clue, we move on to Janelle. It might be hard, but can Carrie Ann, if she gets it wrong, can she ring back and join the queue? If, if she can get through, good luck. The, the lines are going nuts. Here we go, Carrie Ann. This movie is based on a 1979 story by Roderick Thorpe. Polar Express. Polar Express. Incorrect. <laughs> Margo, next. Sorry, Carrie Ann. Daniel and Hillcrest, good morning. Carrie Ann's very funny. Hey, Daniel. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Yeah, yeah good. You, you heard the previous clue that this movie is based on a 1979 story by Roderick Thorpe. Mm. Your next yep. clue is it's set in a snowy American city on the eve of Santa's arrival. Uh, Santa Claus. <laughs> No, with Tim Allen. Incorrect. Next, Janelle from Daisy Hill. Those two clues will go with this third one. A Japanese man finds himself in trouble with the wrong people. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was going to say the Grinch, but that doesn't work. (laughs) Um, Uh, Sorry, Janelle. It's not the Grinch. Sorry, Janelle. Alan and Karina, you got got those first three clues. Boy, it's a toughie. It is a toughie. It's the classic story of a hero rescuing his damsel in distress and he does it all whilst barefoot. That's big. Come on. Alan. Barefoot. Alan. Come on, quick. No. Alan. Timed out. Barefoot's big, Marto. You know Nicole Chermside, yep. You think about the barefoot. There was probably some blood on too. Anyway, the hero is often compared to Martin Riggs from Lethal Weapon. Nicole. Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Say something. No, time's up. No. Michael and Caboolture, which means this is an opportunity for you. Those previous clues will get you to what this movie is. The pr- protagonist has an aversion to flying. That's die hard. Okay. Michael. Yippee-ki, mother- Yeah! yeah. 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 Is our Triple M Santa Sack Monday movie? Congratulations! You've won, Michael. You've won. How good that? You've won yourself nearly three thousand dollars worth of gear in a wheelbarrow. It must be a big wheelbarrow, hey? It's, it's a pretty big wheelbarrow. Yeah, it's a ripper. Yeah, it's a renegade. Big tray tools. Thanks to Trade Tools, Super Butcher on board, Seafield Cleveland. You've got the ten oh, man tent. Good Can't on you, Michael. Well done, dude. Thanks so much. That's, that's bloody great. What car have you got to come and pick it up in? Oh. 
Well, you got to borrow a trailer. You're going to need a bigger car. Don't let Marto wrestle that wheelbarrow out of no, Michael. No, if you Let's can't fit it in, I'll <laughs> take it. No, he's not having it. All right. <laughs> All right, we'll do that again tomorrow. Hey, listen is to this. Is Die Hard an actual Christmas movie? It's, it's at, the best Christmas so, movie in the whole wide world, no, I reckon. It's at their Christmas I've party. I've never seen it. The, the terrorists come in during the office Christmas party. Oh, my God. Yeah, Bruce Christmas, runs listen to the question. Uh, hint, the next hint was the Christmas celebrations turn sour when an uninvited German shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Put Bruce Willis on the map, and then the last clue was actually. Yippee ki That was good. We'll do it again tomorrow. 3000 bucks worth in Santa Sack. You want it? Keep it here on Triple M. Barnsey. On Triple M. Mardo, Margo, and Dan with you. That's some classic studio Barnsey there. Yeah. He told us, Mardo, that to get that voice going, what did he say? It was like an old diesel Mac. Like truck, track that sort of thing. Yeah, it takes a while to warm it up, but when it's going, when it's it rumbling on the rumbling. Yep, it's rumbling. He was rumbling it last night. I saw on Channel Seven. What was this thing you're talking about? So, mate, Mushroom, which is Gadinsky. We lost Gadinsky last year. He died. So they do a gig every year, yeah. and it's the fiftieth. It just happens to be the 50th this 50th year. 50th what? Uh, year of Mushroom. It started 50 years ago is what okay. they're saying. So right on, right on. dozens of artists on the Mushroom label played 50 songs for 50 years. We're talking Amy Shark, Birds of Tokyo, Bliss and Esso were there. Oh, Barnsley, they Missy all Mushroom Evans, people. Paul Kelly. Kylie Minogue. I think she's Mushroom. Yeah, well, he took her and mm. the locomotion, right? He did that. Anyway, so Barnsley was there last night. There's that voice. Well, that's, that's a, thank what you. happened there? Hold oh, on, there's something wrong there. What are you doing? You nailed it. I was watching last night going, oh, hang on. Oh, one more. How dare you? Just every what? now and then. Well, don't how dare oh. us. We're just, we're just. He's the king. Don't get me wrong. He's the king, but he's been working bloody hard, and I don't know if he's. He's a working class man. I don't know if he's had enough lemon. Working that larynx. Once you get lemon and honey, maybe. Um, Geez, he was in overdrive last night. Yeah, geez, you're tough. How does he keep that? It's it's quite amazing. Mm. Lozenges. Is he a butter menthol or a soothers kind of guy, do you reckon, Jimmy? Mm, fisherman's friend, I oh, believe. Might it's be, I think it's WD-40, just straight <laughs> yeah. down the back of the throat. <laughs> that sounds like a bird outside my window, you know, at about 4.30 in the morning. Like, Shut up! It's phenomenal. The heights he can get to. How's the finish here, ready? Yeah, what do we got? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds like one of those people who have been, hello, my name is Machine. He lost the plot um, just momentarily. I thought, the, you know, I'm happy with Emotional. that. Emotional. Yeah, he's a... That one I thought was about. Hold on, that was one of your screaming goats. <laughs> okay, this one, Marto, this yeah. one really triggered me. You are an idiot. 